Welcome to episode 83 of the Two on Three podcast, a weekly hour-long show where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me sending subtweets about other Pac-12 college football programs at SEATJK. That chuckle you hear is not Chris, who's on vacation this week, but in his place we've got everyone's favorite former podcaster, Matt, from the basement. Yeah. Where can where can we find you lamenting your now meaningless existence, Matt? Well, you can find me defending my basic sports skills at Reasons Are. Yeah, you got to throw that football to show what people the you fuck can do is it. What's that about? <laughs> you know, he's he's an actor, not an athlete. <laughs> That's For those fine. of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm sure you saw the brief Twitter controversy yesterday. Well, by the time you listen to this, it'll have been Tuesday of an actor on the set of The Duff who's throwing quote I say quote like air quotes throwing <laughs> footballs um he just does that weird and I, I i we talked about this but on the internet but he as he releases the ball he snaps his arm back and it it's very unnatural looking and i think that that led to the the dissonance that caused the outrage well and so uh my former co-host on reasons are several scott was the first one i saw who tweeted about it because he said it looks like that football weighs 90 pounds <laughs> And what I said back was, it looks like there's somebody two feet away from him and he's trying not to kill them. And so, and that turns out to be what it was, because you've all done that, like where you're throwing to somebody, especially like if you're throwing to a kid, like if I'm throwing my, like a baseball to my kids, I have to like kind of, kind of, like just don't, I don't want to break your mouth because this is a real baseball. Just put some air on it, baby. You kind (laughs) of, you kind of just let go. It's almost like shooting on a Nerf hoop from close. You don't really go full follow through. Like you kind of do more of a. You know what I mean? Because if you really go full follow through, it's kind of harder to make that shot. I don't know. I'm more of a retain your form and just, you know, yeah, I guess re- so. release it softly. But the the efforts he went to to prove that he could throw a football, you just need to make the comment and then move on. Like you had a laugh at yourself and everybody understands and then you just move on. You don't need to actually post a fucking video because then you look real insecure. I wish he had had to go on to this, like had gone had to go to the store to get the football and that was part of the video. That really would have made it better. This one's not going to work. He did have to pump it up, according to his wife. Oh, God. Come on, man. Just well, I'm not sitting around with like a well-inflated fl- like football ready to go. I gotta, I gotta, all my balls are well-inflated. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, here we are. <laughs> well, interact with the show on Twitter at 2on3pod or hit us up via email at holla, holla. at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. It's a uh, bit of a reasons or several revival tonight as we dip into a few familiar topics. In segment one, we're gonna we're going in on water parks and uh, talking about helping you survive a man-made tsunami, or a robot-made tsunami, perhaps. Mm-hmm. In segment two, we're off to the sex desk as we recoil in horror at online dating as an adult. And you're really gonna drag me into this, aren't you? Like, yeah, we don't do we don't do this. No, <laughs> this it's fine. Thing. It'll be brief for us. It's mostly about the stories <laughs> I found, but yes, we'll, we'll touch on that. All right, and in segment three, it's the premiere episode of Will Ty Watch It? Yeah. <laughs> <It's gotta laughs> so get excited, folks. Yeah. We'll uh, wrap up with the Jawa and talk some sweaty sports action in the OT. Mm. So, uh, you know, welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for joining me in Chris's absence. Uh, what news from the gone of or? <laughs> well, so I have been spending a lot of time golfing and doing other, you know, doing other things outside of podcasting, which has been really nice. I've gotten quite used to it, which makes me a little nervous about my possible return sometime in the, in the fall or the winter, but we'll see how it goes. I do miss it. I do miss having the conversations and miss talking to Neil and I miss, you know, interacting with folks about that stuff, but I, I've, I've been staying active on Twitter and doing some guest spots. You're kind enough to have me on here every now and again, which is great. Um, and then the, the only other thing going on is I joined the dog club. What's the dog club? We oh, got you a, got a dog? We got a fucking dog. Not my call. 
<laughs> I mean, I knew going in, and it was it was a long time coming. Both my kids and my lady friend wanted to get a dog forever. They've been dying to get one. And I knew going in, I was like, I work from home. It's going to be my dog. You know, this is what's going to happen. So we're only, we're not even a weekend. Um, but he's a, he's a lovely dog. He's very chill. He, you know, he does well in his little crate when I have to put him in there and stuff. But uh, there's just, uh, it's just like having a newborn again. You got all that potty training and shit. Ugh, it's brutal. What kind of dogs did you get? We got a uh, yellow English lab. All right. All right. Yeah. And like a puppy? Puppy. Yeah. Eight weeks. All right. Are you doing uh, obedience? We haven't started all that. We, we are doing just stuff at home ourselves, but we, are, we do need to start the obedience training because I want to get that, I want to get that fucker whipped into shape. But right now so. we're just working on the, the potty training stuff, which we literally had to take all the rugs in our main floor out because we're like, he just thinks that this is like dry grass. So he he's going to piss on it. <laughs> uh, pro tip, hang mm. a bell from the door you want to let him out from. We did that. All so right. I didn't know that this was a thing. Oh, um, yeah. But my... It's the thing. Yeah, apparently. So you use this in your house? Yes. Okay. Well, not anymore. Just uh, oh, when the right. dog, dog was a puppy. Yes. Uh, gotcha. After a while, I just took it off and he, he'd just still go to the door. Um, he vocally trained himself. Like he figured out how to... We actually hung a bell <laughs> on both sides of the door. And then eventually he just figured out how to bark to get out. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I was hoping you were going to say it was something else and not just a bark. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> my, dog, my dog actually... And, you know, this is... Not what we plan on talking about, but since we're talking about it, um, has learned to whisper. He oh comes God. into the bedroom at night, and it's he always <laughs> he tells you by your name. <laughs> yes, Mr. No, Keller. He um, he's courteous enough to. Uh, he actually will walk in and out of the door a couple of times because he knows his nails make noise on the hardwood, uh-huh. and so that usually wakes me up. It's usually enough to wake me up. Yeah. If it's not, he'll stand. Uh, we have a sunken bedroom so it's like two steps to the door he'll stand uh-huh. right in the door on the little landing area there and be like woof <laughs> and then woof <laughs> and then woof. sounds like a dog like, sex line he adds a little <laughs> he adds a little bass in it every time until one of us gets out of bed and lets him out oh that's funny i don't know how this dude can lay around the house for you know i work from home and i only probably have to let him out once during the day um and I don't know how this guy can lay in the house for nine straight hours and then have to go out four hours or four times between, you know, 10 p.m. and, and 4 a.m. Well, I was going to ask you, as somebody who works from home also, what do you do? How do you manage him being inside all the time? Because you're up in that crazy safe room of yours doing your <laughs> doing your work. I am. <laughs> I, I just jump down the ladder. I mean, it only takes me a few seconds to get down and, and the door's not that far. It's only a few steps. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. And he's pretty good about it. Like, we have a routine. I know when he's going to need to go out, and I always try to let him out. If I have to go, like, get on the phone for an extended period of time, I'll try to make sure that happens beforehand. Yeah. Well, we, I know it'll get better. I know his bladder will get bigger, uh, and that will help. But uh, it's, been, it's been nice. He's a very sweet dog. It's just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been my decision. Let's just say that much. Well, speaking of water sports, are you ready to get wet in China? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to talk, I was going to ask you first about pools and water parks before we get into the tsunami bit. And so, first of all, with, with public pools, because we both have kids, we are both, you know, prone to having to go to public pools. I'm wondering what your take is on them. Do you go, do you enjoy going to public pools or do you despise it and try to avoid it? Um, I enjoy is an interesting way to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind taking the kids. I'll put it that way. Uh, yeah. I really, my issues about going to the public pool these days are about my shame about my shirtless body. Oh, like, yeah, I just don't feel good in a public place with my clothes off. Maybe you need to rock the, like, uh, the, the shirt, the, the, the swimming shirt. You know? I'm not wearing a shirt, like a, what, like a rash guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
what? So I so I can look like a hot dog stuffed into some casing? I mean, <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> but in general, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I get. I have the same negative feelings about it. I think everyone does, but perhaps it doesn't bother me as much as I've heard that it bothers you. Well, I, I, it's fine. Um, and I guess if you're just going to like a more standard public pool, it's not as bad because there's not as many people typically. But, um, but like if you go to, uh, I mean, we went traveling back in May on the East Coast and had to endure a couple different times the, the pool, the hotel indoor pool. Mm-hmm. And those are just the pits because it's like a chlorine gas chamber. There's always like one old man doing fucking laps who's mad your kids are there. And it's just, it's just depressing as all hell. So I don't particularly enjoy those. The in- indoor pools are just never a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess where we live, I'd like, if I was going to have a pool, I'd really like it to be. You need a retractable dome. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. You know, when I was a kid, I used to want to be, I might've said this on the show before, but I wanted to be become rich enough to build a golf course that I could put a dome over nice. like, a pl- like a plastic dome that that's closed like, up gonna be it. expensive <laughs> yeah it, it seemed reasonable i guess when i was like a fourth grader uh yeah because you were playing a par three course i guess so <laughs> a little bit easier to cover that one um anyway and then well then when, when it comes to water parks how do you feel about those hellscapes so well let's let, set up the before we get into how i feel about water parks Okay. Set up the set up the clip here. So the reason, <laughs> this, yeah, no, nobody can hear it or see it, but you know, set up the clip. The reason this conversation came about was because we saw this video, and I'm sure a lot of people did, because I think it was last week that it came out. But there was this park in northern China that, um, it, it's it's really no laughing matter type because 44 people got hurt. <laughs> okay. It was only two three days ago. It was. Kind yeah. of felt like it was last week. <laughs> That's how the world works. Oh my now. god, time flies when you have a dog. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, if you, so if you haven't seen it, it, dozens and dozens of people, I mean, maybe like 150 people, I don't know, are in this pool and it's a wave pool. And all of a sudden you see, there's two different videos I saw. One was from outside the pool and one was from inside the pool. And all of a sudden this wave that looks to be about, I don't know, what would you say? 10 to 12 feet tall? Yeah. I mean, the face has got to be at least six feet tall. Yeah. It's, it's so that's a 10, 12 foot wave for sure. Yes. Yeah, so it comes flying in and it takes everybody from that end you know flying back at everybody who's in the pool and it's so dramatic that it chucks people out of the fucking pool and onto the concrete which is just <laughs> I know shocking it's, it's not funny <laughs> it is not we can sort of laugh because nobody died there were some broken ribs some broken legs so you know everybody's gonna be okay it's pretty rough <laughs> but it looks horrific <laughs> and it just basically is like well there's just another reason to not go to a water park <laughs> well see and that's why i wanted you to set it up because before you talked about the water park ultimately the water park's fine. You just have to limit the amount of time you spend in the actual water, which means the wave pool is just not it. No. Like, that's not the place to be. At our local joint down the, down the, the highway here, I've mm-hmm. been, I haven't been in probably, shoot, 15 years, but um, it just, I don't want to sit and marinate <laughs> in some lukewarm water. No. Like, it's about, it's about the slides if you're going to go. It's a go do your slides, spend half a day there, eat your lunch. I mean, ours is a combination amusement park area. So, you know, change, go enjoy that. <laughs> go enjoy that side. I feel like if you're eating lunch there, it has to be like an Oscar Mayer bologna sandwich with Velveeta oh. cheese and white bread. I mean, you know, you could like have a decent picnic. It doesn't have to be horrific. <laughs> I don't know. It fits the place. It does. It's like, well, that place has been around since we were kids. And, and I loved water slides as, as a child. And mm-hmm. in fact, I have a lot of like really great memories of the public pool like almost like a la the sandlot when i was a oh youth yeah living in uh, the spokane area 
the public pool was just to finally get out of the house for a number of hours and, and go down there and just F around. You meet some people. And uh, I actually once not, it was sort of another combination, amusement park, water park. Uh, you might be familiar with it. Silverwood. Silver. I don't think so. I believe it's, it's just over the border in Idaho. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. And, uh, I went there once and I must probably, I couldn't drive yet. So I had to be 14 or 15. And mm. so like somehow we went there with my family, uh, extended family in Spokane. And I don't remember the circumstances, but I met a like aged young girl. There. Oh shit. Yeah. And like to the point where I got her information and even though I couldn't drive, like hung out with her like two days later. See, this is like, this is like Greece. This is like <laughs> the beginning of Greece. <laughs> I'm also a midway master. If you've been following the the drama of the quick drop, my, my skills translate to the carny row too. Oh man! So I got to you know be excellent in her presence, as as well as when, they say. When you said that you had to kind of do it right when you go to the water park and don't just sit in still water, I thought you were going to tell me you're a lazy river guy, and I was going to say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, I like the lazy river. Like uh, so, there's one. There's a there's a public pool up in Snohomish County here that is not too far away. It's mm-hmm. not close, but. It, they have like a full-on slides in a lazy river, and and that, but that water is like pristine. Like they don't they don't mess around. Right. And but uh, yeah, you can't marinate in that water park water. Like that's just you're asking for the hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> exactly. There's so many things floating around in there. Least, I mean, least of which is your concern is band aids. I feel like I'm gonna get a band aid in my mouth every time I go to one of those water parks. So Why do so many people have so many open sores? I don't know. And obviously, it makes sense. It's you know, it's wet. Those things are gonna come off. But good God, there's always just band aids everywhere. It's disgusting. You got to get the kind that seal around the edge. Yeah, there Not you the, go. You can't get the strips. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, see, I don't think people care because they're going to a water park. They don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, most people don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> That's true. It's a huge problem that we have. I'm not sure if you're aware. But certainly at the water park. I, you know, I've never gotten sick, and I wonder if it's karma, because I don't. I try very, I, I, as usual, I try my best to be courteous, and that includes not doing gross things in a community water space. You or, mean or like most taking a dump? Because that's happened. I... I, in Bend, Oregon, there's well, just outside of Bend, there's a there's a place called Sun River, and I think I talked about this on our show I'm a few years ago. And yeah, in two times in thirty minutes, they had to shut down the water park and clear it out because somebody fucking dropped a deuce. First of all, why are those things thirty minutes apart? If it happens once, we need more than thirty minutes to clear that out and like let everybody back in the pool. I don't think you just jump right back in. Sweet, we're good. <laughs> and the other issue I have with water parks, have you ever seen the the occupancy sign on those things? Like maximum, oh, it's sure. There's, it's way too many. It's like quadruple what should be in there. It, it, there is a place by my stepdad's and it says 1300. I was like, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This place is not even the size like of half a gymnasium. It is, it is not that big. And so that, that's what skews me out too, is there's just way too many people. It's wall to wall people. What I always find interesting about a water park is that it always, outside of the one in our area up here in the Northwest, mm. they generally have a limited shelf life. Because even in Eastern Washington, when we used to frequent the water parks, they would shut down. Yeah. Like they would only be around for certain, and then they'd be like weird skeletons. Like what happens? Nothing happens to that land. Right. It's on a hill. Yeah. And so there's like these weird grown over water slides. Yeah. How do you plants. repurpose that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you build a, a golf course with a cover over it. I don't know. I'll tell you though, man. I have some some great memories <laughs> of the uh, the place out, and I want to say it's Coeur d'Alene um, Wild oh. Waters. It was uh, they just had a killer set of slides, like a, a big hill with awesome long slides. Like it was worth walking the hill and standing yeah. in line because it was like a you know f- at least a minute ride coming down. Right. And then there was an area where the splash pool was on a cliff, and they had like the drop off slides, the ones that drop you off, you know, like. 
20 feet above yeah. the water. Mm-hmm. And then they had the tube slide, like the, you know, the one with the, the rapids, kind of the, yeah. the, the multi-pool with the, you got to sit in the tube. And it was always fun to get flush out of that tube and be just loose in the, <laughs> right. in the rapids Free. ride. Like, ah, I'm over here in the pool. I got to climb back. Have you done that great Wolf Lodge place that's like halfway between us? We have not quite gotten to that point. I'm a little afraid. They've had oh. multiple infectious disease Shocking. incidents. <laughs> Can't believe it. No way. I would have but, uh, to go there on like a Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Like I would never want to go there on a weekend during the summer. That would just be hell. No, that's our move anyway. So we tend to take a week-long family vacation. And even if we don't go anywhere, we'll just do stuff in the area in the yeah. middle of the week. Yeah, it's a good Like move. let's go do the cool stuff that we definitely don't want to be around other people on the weekend. For. <laughs> but dad, none of my friends are there. Exactly don't care not here for you i rest my case (laughs) you're here enjoy your time by the way speaking of pools real quick did you see that article about that that infinity pool in london they're building that's on top of a 55 story building no it's an infinity pool so it looks all around it's glass walls that are look like they're only four or five feet tall so like the guy is like literally putting his arms on the edge of the pool 55 stories tall and then you look at it and you're like well where's the goddamn like how do you get in Mm mm-hmm there's a spiral staircase that comes up from the floor that gets you in. So like when you're in, I don't know how it works. I don't know engineering, <laughs> but, <laughs> but when it comes up, you get in and then you go back down. I, how would, I don't, I, the, I don't understand why people make stuff like that. And last thing I'll say is Dubai has one like that. And I don't know if you saw when there was a windstorm there, it was blowing water all over the freaking place. This is a bad idea. That one I saw. <laughs> Terrible. How, how, I'm really cons- like curious about this, these airlock staircase you, you need describe. to look into it. I don't understand how it works. People just said the, the the article I read, it was very short, just said that it comes up through the floor and that's how you get in. And once you're in, like you're kind of in there for a while and then the thing has to come back up to get you. You can't climb out. There's no ladder. What do you have to pee? Well, in the pool, probably. Just over the side of that glass <laughs> wall. Oh, over the side. That'd be awesome. <laughs> don't fall. I would do I'm going there just for that. Man falls to death trying to take a dump out of infinity pool. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll see if I make a drop for our next segment, but I guess uh, let's go to the sex desk. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you'd have a drop for that. Uh, So unlikely. (laughs) I want to talk about online dating a little bit. Okay. We both met our wives at work. Um, Mm -hmm. Chris as well. Fuck all the same company. (laughs) I just thought about that. (laughs) It just hit me. Easy. You're getting a little close to doxing us now. <laughs> True. Okay. Well, let's just say we've all, we all, we all found our wives through more conventional means, let's just mm-hmm. say. And so we never had to deal with online dating. And like, I think we probably missed it by, what do you think? Like a few years, two, three years? Yeah. I lament this a little bit sometimes. Secretly <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I mean, not really. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad that I missed out on it. Yeah. But I'm mad that it wasn't there when I needed it. You wonder how you would have done. I don't know if it's that. I mean, <laughs> hotornot.com was a thing. Sure. <laughs> Did all right. <laughs> Age, sex, location checks on a chat room on AOL or something. But that's about it. Yeah, there was, they didn't have those options. Um, I guess, I mean, in, in general, I think it's probably better. It's It certainly allows, it certainly opens up a lot more options for you than, you know, being confined to whatever establishments you go to or wherever you work. Or, of course, your, your church of choice. But... <laughs> <laughs> but just kidding. But, uh, but you don't have to be kidding. It's just that's not for me. Some people meet at church. I it? tried it on. Did you? I did. And how'd that go? I church was like, camp? Is it? no, 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 God. <laughs> no, I was 26. no. I actually, I think. Uh, in, so I grew up in an area with a lot of high school friends who were very into church, and it gotcha. was mu- very much part of the fabric of our town. And my parents weren't really into it at the time. They actually, after I left home, became 
much more into it and it became a problem for us. Oh, okay. Um, but I was kind of curious. So I, I went to the local, uh, I was brought up Lutheran. That's whatever. That didn't mean oh, me really. I'm going to judge you so much. Okay. Now. Whatever. I don't even, I mean, Catholic, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any like working, you know, moral guidance from it. So okay. don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm good with just, you know, Hey, try not to fuck with other people too much. Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty standard one that I think can apply to everybody. Yeah. Pretty much a golden rule guy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I tried it on and I went there and you know, I always went with my grandparents and I never liked their church. And I tried this one as a sort of a, a half formed adult in high school. And I went to a service and <laughs> nah, <laughs> I love that setup. I was a half formed adult and went with my grandparents. Total aphrodisiac <laughs> for all the ladies. <laughs> Hi. Hey, man, we keep it real here on the two on three pod. This is real life <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, I, I had, I'm sure you have had a lot of friends who've, who've done the online dating thing and had success. Like I, um, you know, I've had friends who had success. Well, cause there's a couple different worlds there. There's the one where it's like, I just want to find somebody to hook up with. And I think that works pretty well for at least several of those services. But then also I know uh, two good friends of mine met their wives on, you know, like match which is just amazing to me. But that's, you know, it's pretty awesome. No, I didn't have any late adult single friends. Everybody that I'm, I'm tight with, like, paired up early on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I don't, I, the only people I experience this with is through coworkers. Oh, okay. And that is like a, a real mixed bag because <laughs> I remember the first time I encountered a guy who, as soon as we touched down, we're on a work trip, he pulls out his phone, you know, as, as you do to turn it back on. Sure. Um, and, you know, most of us check our messages or whatever, or, or whatever we're doing. I'm not even paying attention to what he's doing. He's like furiously swiping on his phone. Oh, like, he's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just matching with every single girl that comes up on my like geolocated. Oh my God. Options. He, yeah. He goes, wait, oh, so you were, you were not home. You had flown somewhere else and he's trying to hook up on uh, at a new port. Yes. Oh and God. his move was just match everyone. Yeah. And Volume. then just take the one that you like from the ones that respond. <laughs> And I was, I was pretty disgusted by it at the time. My thinking has evolved on this. <laughs> Did he even pause at one point and go like, eh, no, right, no, you know? no. Which is it? Is it left or right? Do you remember which one? I is don't it? know. I think I think right, right is positive if is I recall it? Okay. correctly. Yeah, it's left is dismissed, right is. Gotcha. So he was going right the whole way. Yeah, just boom, 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 huh. boom, boom, boom. And did it work out for him? I didn't really ask any follow up <laughs> questions. Keep it professional. <laughs> so how'd it go did you fuck last night <laughs> no that's not my move at work that's probably not a good one uh but i was looking at this one article and it said and i don't think this is shocking to anybody although it's i mean i don't know the numbers are pretty high in, in 2017 39 percent of opposite sex couples met online that's that's a big number and i mean i, mean, I know people could easily what else say would you oh, do <laughs> i don't know i just feel like there's still like i said more you know conventional ways to meet i just see it just seems like a huge number and it says, compared to 2% in 1995, okay, hold up. 2% in 1995? Who the fuck was hooking up online in 1995? Like, there was barely anything out there. <laughs> I mean, if you, you were a CompuServe person, maybe you were early in the chat rooms. I guess. I mean, God, was Netscape even around then? I, I mean, how would you, I don't know how you'd even connect. Bulletin, what, it must have had to be bulletin boards. You're both in North Dakota. Yeah, maybe so. You know, maybe you're so. like, you know your options are limited. That just seems like a high number to me, 2%. Uh and by contrast, 20% met through friends, which was down from 33% in 95, seven through family, 11 through work. Well, so let's talk about this chart for a minute. Mm-hmm. I think the chart is, is wild to look at. Uh, it is very what you would expect in the sense that met through or as coworkers uh, drops off 
in conjunction with Met Through Friends at the same time that online dating kind of spikes. Yeah, right. But did you notice the weird trend line in here? Uh-uh. Well, so there's a weird thing where Met in Bar or Restaurant shoots up along with Met Online, and I think those oh, are just liars. Yeah. The, well, that's... So the number's actually higher, is my point. Right. These people who say they met at a bar or restaurant, and the fact that it shot up almost in exact concert with the online yeah. dating, uh, so that's another... Tw- it was arranged. So, yeah, so so if you look at the flat line on the on the graph, it was like 19% until the online dating explosion, and now Met in Bar or Restaurant reports at like 26%. So really, your Met Online figure is a lot more that's than, 65%. than 30 Correct. Yeah. That makes more sense. But, uh, in, and yes, I think people are just trying to conceal that they initiated the conversation on online. And they're just wanting to say, yeah, I met him at a bar. No, you didn't. It's but interesting online. to me that the shame stays around. <laughs> like that shame has been a thing that, because when I was dating, like meeting online was, I never, I never had a dating profile. Yeah, I didn't right. even have like a match.com or right. one of the originals. But I think um, we were done before it really kicked in. No? Or was match around when you were still single? Uh, toward the end, definitely. Was it okay? I don't yeah. Remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is that I'm not surprised by the numbers you're showing me, but what I am surprised about is that 15 years later, that one third of the people felt the need to lie about it because they still feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I feel like the shame is going down every year. I feel like people, uh, it's a little bit more accepted. But you're right. People still I wouldn't don't think twice. It. I wouldn't think twice if yeah. somebody said, "Oh, we met online." Who cares? Of course you, of course you did. Yeah, Actually, who cares my, my, that you met? Doesn't matter. I have you know internet friends, right? People uh-huh. I've never actually met who I'm I sure talk to your on your friends. A... Ty, I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whether or not we're actually friends, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Though, yes. like you talk you conversations with people, right? I actually had buddies that have moved away. And then I'm probably closer to because we kind of make a point of talking on the internet yeah. probably way more than we did when we lived nearby. Oh, for sure. Frankly, I'm, I know people who are all into the group texting and the like text conversations. You've talked before about you have a group text group. Oh, group text so group. infuriating times. <laughs> well, your phone is just going off, right? It's much easier to kind of ignore oh, yeah. an instant messenger kind bitch. of thing. That, yeah. that, that group conversation, there's a, there's a few of them I have. that Those things are silent. So then like I open up my phone, I'm like, 37 text messages. What the hell? Oh, it's because that one. Well, before we move on and run out of time here, um, you did send me another uh, article yes. about an app that's sort of the next level. This thing is crazy. So this is called Vita Select. Vita stands for uh, Virtual Dating Assistance. And so bear with me really quickly here. Here's how it works. Dozens of remote consultants. These are real fucking people. From a stylist to a photo analyst to an uh, app swiper. I almost said ass swiper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Work together to curate and manage your online dating profiles for you with the promise of finding you the perfect match. They create a profile for you on all the most popular dating apps. So they'll do like a video call and interview you about yourself. They'll have a professional photographer come out and take your pictures. And then you pay them this, this you know, money. It's part of a package. The packages, are you ready for this cost? Did you see? I didn't see the cost, no. Six ninety five a month, six hundred and ninety five dollars a month to get you two to six dates, thirteen hundred dollars a month to get you six to twelve dates, which okay, first of all, it's crazy fucking expensive. You got a lot of people employed here, so I get it. You really want twelve dates in a fucking month? How you No, that was that? my first re- my first reaction was I don't want to go twelve dates in a Way month. Too many. <laughs> Maybe they figure they'll just kill off some of those. Like they'll be like, Oh, I got twelve, but I'm only gonna go on seven. Sure. That's still a lot. That just sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so my question is, is dating, because I, I'm a big believer in fail fast, mm-hmm. you know, in, in any discipline. Yeah. And Let's that includes like, 
yeah, like I hate being in a job interview, for instance, where like you, you, you figure out that it's not for you and right. you rather just be like, Hey, this isn't for me, but you don't want to have people tell other people that that's what you did. Right. Yeah, you <laughs> so you stick it out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's what dating is like too, right? <laughs> like, yes. This is a shitty job interview. Yeah. And you, you like, I want to be, I, I, wouldn't it be better for everyone if the person was immediately like, Oh, you know what? No offense. I'm just, this is. This isn't for me. Well, I'm telling you, they, so this ghostwriter, I saw a bit on him, and this dude, like, f- he uses some sort of algorithm algorithm data to figure out kind of the types of things and the times of days and all that kind of stuff to do messages for you, and he sits there and flirts with people for you, and then you get, a, like, a version of it that you see later where you're like, I basically, me, my person said this to this person. Then you go on a date with them and then you have to remember all the shit that this person said on your behalf. Wouldn't that kind of freak you out if you went out with some girl you met online and she's like, oh, by the way, totally cheated on the test and uh, had somebody else like, you know, woo you. Is that cool? Well, a couple of things. I'm not sure that this man writes the messages. My understanding is that it's actually AI. No, see, that's what I thought at first. If you watch the video that's on that link, this is, and you can share this link out later, it's on Vice. There's a guy who literally f- sends the messages on your behalf. Okay. It's a physical so that, man. But the algorithm does make recommendations on what to send. Correct. So it like, so they analyzes the person's profile yes. and like sees what else they respond to. Yes. So that's the part where I start to have like an ethical problem oh, with it. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like, whole C- the whole Cyrano de Bergerac thing doesn't mm-hmm. really bother me that much. Although, can I pay for like the service where... Steve Martin sends my messages. <laughs> That's more. That's extra. He has to wear a wild stage nose. I think this is, I'm dating myself here. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I know you know. Called? Roxanne, is that what that movie's called? Uh, yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's just, it seems odd to me. It's a weird process. Look at that video later and watch because the dude literally is doing it for you. I think he's got a bunch of data just to tell him what kinds of things he should do. But sure. he's physically, he's like doing it himself, which just seems like a, I mean, I'm not an AI guy. But you would think that that would just be what they use there, you know? If you already I have the explain. algorithmic data, then why wouldn't you just use that and plug it in? Because the, the thing will say something crazy. Yeah, it's going to say something insane. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even funnier. Uh, this makes me want to start a startup that does this for job searching. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there is something out there like that, but maybe not. Maybe get, this like, is the, your calling. The LinkedIn recruiter message, and I just, like, I go look at, I tap into the API and find out what, what the recruiter is looking for and then send an appropriate message. Because the whole thing is a big front, right? That's right. the big problem with this. So I actually have very little problem with the idea of something that recommends based on criteria, like, right. so that you don't have to, you know, search it yourself. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the model of a dating service anyway, but but when they're actually doing the talking for you, when you, when if you were to find out, you know what, this whole time I was talking to a person, I was talking to some schmo in florida in his apartment acting like he was you <laughs> that's weird what if the guy was being being the girl that you're talking to and he's wooing you as the girl well, nobody likes to be lied to <laughs> but for a lot of people that's what dating is it's true i gotta tell you i don't i mean i don't have any strong opinions about this because the idea of dating oh come is on you don't have a strong opinion come on. horrifying if i didn't have a strong opinion i wouldn't be a white guy with a podcast matt <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> All right, you ready to preview some movies? Yeah, let's talk about movies. Oh, oh shit, what the fuck is this? Ty? 
All right. Well, thank you for pulling this together. It's really nice, as I say all the time, when someone else produces my show. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Happy to do it. Uh, this is the this is this was a regular segment on my old show, and so this it started with Scott, which is a drop that you made. The first one I ever made, in fact. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. yeah so it's you know awesome what it drop. is, right? Yeah, it's from. Uh, is it Dr. Dre? Yeah, it's the yeah. twenty dollars sack pyramid yeah, yeah, yeah. from right. the Chronic. Yes, exactly. No, it's a great drop, and so we used that for you know while Scott was on the show, and it was called "Will Scott Watch This," and or watch it, and it's uh, usually his answer was "Nah." <laughs> then, then we moved on, and I kind of bastardized your drop and, and just inserted Neil's name, my second co-host. Neil, and uh, and then his answer was always like, uh, "I don't know, maybe while I'm home cooking and cooking dinner, I'd watch it." I'm like, so you're not gonna, okay? So you know how this works, but for any of your listeners who don't, basically, I'm just gonna go through. I'm, I've, I've trimmed it to five since we're on a shorter time frame. Uh, movies that are coming out in September and give you the details and you can tell me if you're going to see them. And if you want to take the Neil route and guess what the movie plot is based on the title, have at it. If I feel inspired, I'll let you know. Okay. Cause he was pretty good at that. He, he was good at it. And then he got to a point where he's like, I don't know if I can keep this up. I think we just need to, <laughs> for me, the high point of that was the whatever the helicopter one was, <laughs> <laughs> he had to get to a certain place in a certain amount of time in a helicopter. And it was like yeah. Meryl Streep or something. <laughs> it's like, what? I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was good. Anyway. All right. First up, Rambo, Last Blood. This is directed by Adrian Grunberg, stars obviously Sylvester Stallone, Paz Vega, Sergio Paris Manchetta, Adriana Barraza, and Yvette Morial. Really so this is a guy. vampire movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Last Blood? <laughs> last Blood. The last vampires trying to find the last blood to stay alive, is that correct? It, yep, you got it. Then it stars Sylvester it's... Stallone. It's very misleading. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, John Rambo travels to Mexico to save a friend's daughter who has been kidnapped by the Mexican cartel. There's an original concept. I haven't heard of that one before. I mean, is this like commando kind of a little bit? Man on fire blood. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Have you seen this trailer? Uh, I want to say yes. Well, you should (laughs) because it's got your favorite song in it. What's that? Old Town Road. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if Old Town Road is not my favorite. I'm just a defender. You are a defender of it. I understand yeah, that. It's good quality family pop music. <laughs> it's a rap song with no swears. That's true. That's why it's so popular with the kids. It's like when you got that uh, Straight Outta Compton album that was the censored one. And you're like, no. I did that once. Went to a record store in college. And I was like, God, I got the wrong one. That sucked. Yeah, the most risque we get in Old Town Road is bull riding boobies. Yeah, see, that's fine. That's acceptable. <laughs> uh, so it's an interesting uh, trailer because it, it eventually gets to a point where, you know, it's this whole like wrap up. I've been through this. I've been through this. And then he gets to a point where he's in a barn and all these dudes are coming after him. And it's like a fucking very violent version of Home Alone. Like he's got all these traps set up for him and all this kind of stuff. And so it just got me thinking. And by the way, I think the exploding arrows are back, so don't worry. All right. But uh, it got me thinking. Is he going to die on this one? Oh. I think he goes well, out. I was going to I was going to ask you if like there was some sort of a, a second generation thing like what we're seeing with the Top Gun movie, but uh Right. I it would make sense, right? I think he's going to die. Yeah. I think he's he going to go out saving the girl or something like that. That's yeah, or, yeah, or like slowly just die from his wounds, Iron Man style. Oh, yeah, that might be like that. Oh, you yeah, just spoiled little... it for everybody. <laughs> well, now no one has to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just skip. Are uh, you going to watch it? When it is free. Yeah, I agree with that. You don't need to see that shit in a theater. Alone after my wife goes to sleep. That's when <laughs> i watch this. With your dog at the corner of the room going, oof. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a wolf. That was more of a... 
I don't know why oof like it sounds like you just like farted a tough one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay next up is The Hunt anyone want to take a stab at that one is this a Mission Impossible movie no but it's like a solo project I like that guess (laughs) and it's not out of the realm of possibilities this is Is about is it about second secondary market ketchup (laughs) oh shit come on you can do better than that are we already in the dad joke phase (laughs) I live there baby (laughs) directed by Craig Zobel stars Ike Barinholtz Betty Gilpin, Emma Roberts, yeah. Hilary Swank, Glenn Howerton, fuck yeah, Dennis, and Amy Madigan and Ethan Suplee. Okay. So 12 Strangers. So it's wake- a comedy. Well, it's, well, so I'll, let me If see. Ike Barinholtz is the lead, it's a comedy. It, yes, it's, I think it's a dark comedy. So yeah. uh, 12 Strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know how they've been chosen. Excuse me. They don't know they've been chosen for a specific purpose, the hunt. So in the trailer... It looks like some sort of Hunger Games surviving the game. Remember that surviving the game movie with Ice-T? I'm aware of it. I can't say I remember it. I never really saw it. I just remember it coming out. But it's it's got that kind of vibe to it. And so the trailer I saw was a teaser trailer. And it's like a fake commercial for rich people, like, to come out for the hunt. And you get to do all these things. So it's kind of, you know, it's real cheeky. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of funny. So what do you think? The hunt. Um yes but not until it's been free for like nearly a year and there's like nothing else on the dvr i'll probably get to that one yeah that's how i watch stuff like tag yeah like i've seen tag i didn't regret watching it i haven't Um, seen it but there's when you look through our dvr scroll it's like my lady friend will be like why is what is this and i'm like oh i taped it a while what's den of thieves (laughs) exactly i watched that don't worry about it i'll watch it on my own yeah what did i watch the other day 12 strong Oh, that's on the DVR. Yeah, it's in there. She's like, maybe I would have liked to watch it. I'm like, I can't wait for you on all these things. Like, we gotta, you know, we have to have like a certain line. There's gotta be certain things I can just watch when you're not around. I'm also not up for like the the mild debate that goes into it. And Mm. then also the clear checkout 25 minutes in. Yeah, right. Like, now I feel like I'm putting you through this. Right. And and you made me wait to watch it. And I didn't really want to watch it that much anyway. God damn it, man. (laughs) Let's just get through it. Uh, Next up, Ad Astra. You familiar with this? Uh, I. Yes, but I cannot recall at the moment what it is. Okay. It's a space movie. It is. Ad Astra, of course, being Latin for To the Stars. Right. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I'm Directed right. by James Gray. Stars. You take Latin or are you barbarian? I, t- I took four years of that shit in high school, yo. <laughs> uh, it really paid off. Directed by James Gray. Stars Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, Ruth Naga, Liv Tyler, Donald Sutherland, Jamie Kennedy. So astronaut Roy McBride. What a fucking Brad Pitt character name travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his missing father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of humans on Earth. His journey will uncover secrets that challenge the nature of human existence and our place in the cosmos. This looks fucking awesome, frankly. Yeah, I think I've seen the trailer and it, your description reminded me of, of it. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty much up for all space movies. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. I still so, haven't seen Mar- The Martian or whatever. Is it Martian well, or The Martian? The Martian. The Martian. I never saw it. Have you seen The Martian? Well, know. you should watch that one with your wife. She'll it, like it. It should be on the DVR somewhere. <laughs> it's probably on there already. It's been on basic cable for years at this point. Yeah. I mean, I know. You know, it's not even like free on expensive cable. It's 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 around. You I have can no watch excuse. The Martian anytime you want. Yeah, I have no excuse. You should watch it. I'm a little worried about Liv Tyler. This is like she's going to be facing that thing again where her husband goes off. It's like a, Armageddon. Yeah, she made a really strong career out of having like a really uh, distinctive cry face. <laughs> she did. Yeah, it's true. It's like her whole every role. Think about Liv Tyler, what she does. She's just getting upset. She is definitely like I think of her a lot in Lord of the Rings, and she gets upset in that. Although she's also just very concerned. 
all the time in that one. So, yeah, I could see that. What you're range? Gonna, you're going to see what range? You're going to see this. Probably not in the theater. I don't see anything in the theater. <laughs> I would consider but, it. It's hard to get to the theater with the kids and everything. Right. So this is probably, um, and that's the thing is like, I really only go to tent poles now because I either have to get a babysitter or it's got to be a family movie anyway. Um, so this is the kind of thing where I might pay when it's like the pay for the streaming rental. Yeah. Right. That makes or sense. watch it on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> well, I assume it's an R rated movie and yeah, when you got the kids, that makes it tougher unless you're like me and you take my kids, I take my kids to R rated movies. So <laughs> I probably will sooner than I should. I have already given up on the editing with the music. Um, it's just, it's too, I, I try to, not to have it be too heavy. I certainly don't listen to like hardcore rap. Yeah. Right. But there's songs I want to listen to and there's like, why, why does there have to be one fuck in this song? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. Just to just, well, and then they always give you that look. <gasps> like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know you can hear, you can pick it out of anything. Oh, my older daughter it. and I have hilarious exchanges about the F word. Oh yeah. She, she says, yeah. Um, I can't remember what, how it came up. Something, something F word. And she's like, that was the F word. I was like, yeah. And, and my wife goes, don't say it. And she goes, I'm not going to say it. She's like, I've said it before. <laughs> <laughs> great great good to hear i was like please don't say it at school i don't want any calls yeah well no and i think a lot of kids do that they don't want to say it in front of you out of like some monicum of respect but they're like you know i know and you know i've said it before yeah i know i know what it is i don't need to know about this (laughs) next up is satanic panic i bet you haven't heard of this one i definitely have not heard of this one (laughs) this is directed by chelsea stardust okay this stars Haley griffith ruby modine yes that is Loudon Swain's daughter. <laughs> Rebecca Romaine, Jerry O'Connell. Did those two date at one point? The Jerry O'Connell, Rebecca Romaine? I remember just thinking of Stamos. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of Stamos. Maybe. And then Arden Murin, I think is how you say that. The film centers on a pizza delivery girl who discovers that she has delivered food to a group of high society Satanists intent on turning her into a virgin sacrifice. <laughs> 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 this thing looks bananas. All right. Uh, I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark comedy. It looks like it might be kind of funny, but I think this is one that uh, is probably gonna come and go without without me seeing it for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, uh, ultimately, I'll watch anything. So it's hard for me to say no, no. But yeah, that doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. But again, who knows what the medulla wants at eleven thirty at night, <laughs> <laughs> up all alone and looking through the premium cable channels. Oh, I remember him watch. saying that one. I'll do Satanic Panic. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, probably because now, because you've brought it to my attention, it's going to be now I will ev- yeah. eventually watch it. Yes. Exactly. It's going to stick out. I had one more. We can skip it if you want. No, no, no. no. Who respects the timer? All right. All right. <laughs> Let's finish up the segment. Last one. This is called Hustlers. This is about you in high school. Directed by Lorene Lorraine Scafaria. Produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Okay. Stars Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, Julia Stiles, Kiki Palmer, Lil, uh, Lily Reinhardt, Lizzo. Frank Wally, for you Career Opportunities fans, Cardi B, and Usher. Woo! What a cast. I'm in. (laughs) I don't even need to hear anything. I'm in. Like, I'm not going to theater, again, because I don't go to theater ever, but I'll watch this for sure. I don't even need to know what it's about. I I would like you to go to the theater just to get a look around to see who else went to see this movie with you, just to, like, get a, like, you know, a demo. I'm going to go alone, like, in the middle of the day, see if anyone shows <laughs> there up. There you go. It'll be sad. There'll be some guys there. you're like, oh, you shouldn't be here, but then I guess I look like that, don't I? Uh, this story centers around a group of strippers led by an aging dancer and an ambitious single mother as they lie, steal, and hustle dozens of wealthy men when the sex industry bottoms out during the late 2000s financial crisis. Woo. 
A journalist covering the story for a magazine interviews one of the ringleaders and tries to figure out where it all went wrong. This was inspired by a true story. Okay. So shit. I'm definitely in that. You're in. J-Lo, yeah, bio, J-Lo yeah. is the aging dancer, by the way, in case you didn't figure that out. And Julia Stiles is the interviewer. Okay. So yeah, you're going to see it. Hustlers. I, I, you have me at J-Lo as an aging stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, so basically you're going to see them all, maybe even satanic panic in a moment of weakness. Probably, but yeah. that's again, pretty, I mean, a lot of times I will intend to watch a movie as well, sure. record it, let it sit there long enough that I'm like, I'm never going to watch this. Yeah, yeah, right. And then eventually delete it. Yeah. You start so. seeing that percentage creep up and you're like, mm, gotta, gotta get rid sacrifices. of some shit, gotta dump some stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks right, for well, playing. Will Ty watch it? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, having me on the segment, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're about to head to the OT and that means... Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! <laughs> Dad jokes of the week. Was I supposed to jump right in? You're supposed to say woo. Oh, woo. I don't remember the woo. What are you talking about? The woo. Every week, the woo. Does he say woo every week? You even did it last time you were on the show. Gosh, What's the matter with I you? I got no memory. I'm very busy right now. I got a dog on my mind. I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Do Dang, I didn't it? figure I had to remind you. We no, this it. is better. No, this is better. Woo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed that segue. Uh, you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, as usual, we start with the worst ones and end with the best. So why do do firefighters wear red suspenders? Uh, I don't know. To keep their pants up. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. That's that's not a joke. That's like if you said that to me unprompted, my response would be like, fuck you. Yeah. Punch (laughs) him in the nose. No, thanks. Don't talk to me ever again. What kind of car drives over water? See, I'm so bad at these. Villa always guesses these well. What is it? Any kind of car if it's on a bridge. Oh, God. That's yeah. almost as bad as the last one. Dad is being a real asshole this week. Yeah, this is all so, like, literal. <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's what dad jokes are. Uh, but they're not always that way. At least there's some sort of nuance uh, to them. All okay, right. Go ahead. Why are fish so smart? Because they go to school? They're always in school. Always in school. Sure. There we go. Whatever. That works. Why do cats eat fur balls? I don't know. Because they love a good gag. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're getting better now? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a slow curve. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I heard the steamroller driver was complimented for doing a good job. He was flattered. Oh, very nice. I was going for an impressed thing there, but yes. He's uh, probably the same guy that was uh, plowing his field to, to make mashed potatoes. Oh, weeks ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, same guy. I try to be cheesy when I make jokes, but everyone I know is laughtose intolerant. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost jumped in. I could see it coming. Oh, see, this is the best part about this segment for me. It's nice to have different new blood in it because, you know, I get to laugh at Chris's terrible reactions. That's what's what, That's why I do this. Is that it? No, nope, one more. Okay. Dad, I'm cold. Well, go stand in the corner. It's 90 degrees. Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> So that's it. For All me. right. Did I have, you bring us some material? I have two. Beautiful. Uh, they're semi-dirty, I guess. They're not bad. All right. Not as bad, not as, bad as last time. Well, we already time did the, the sex desk, so yeah, we're here. So. That's true. Good point. <laughs> You're a technology guy, so Indeed. you might like this first one. What do you call an IT teacher who touches up his students? Oh, I, I'm afraid to find out. <laughs> a PDF file. Wah, wah. <laughs> that just doesn't make a lot of sense, but I, I do see what they were going for there. 
we need a better setup, but there's a there's definitely a punchline there, and it's a rough one. I'll tell you what, <laughs> it is rough. Yeah. And the other one, what does a perverted frog say? I don't have it. Rub it. Uh, <laughs> rub it. There you go. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your contributions. Thank you. Let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right, so as we wrap up the show tonight, I just wanted to touch on this very hilarious story coming out of it. So it's NFL training camp time, and mm-hmm. so always out of NFL training camp, we get a plethora of uh, interesting stories about new teammates reacting to each other and learning new things about each other. And in this particular story, uh, we're talking about the Minnesota Vikings. So Minnesota Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, used to be of the Washington professional football team. Yep. Uh, he's lining up under center. His new center is a rookie, so they don't know each other. They have uh, to work on their chemistry and get those snap counts down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were asking him about how it's going so far, and I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and read Kirk's quote here. Okay. Well, I'm going to take it back to how much he sweats again. <laughs> so he already was talking about it. <laughs> yep. This is part two. I didn't see part one. It doesn't matter. Okay. Back to the quote. He promises that it's not a, not, a, not a problem in games, and it remains to be seen because his shorts today were soaked. Mm. And uh, he says it's not a problem on game day, so the moment of truth coming Friday night. But apparently, you know, when they keep those air do- those domes air-conditioned and you get a break on the bench and you sit with the cooling fans, I'm hoping that really helps. So that's a big thing I'm going to take away from Friday night, <laughs> is how tough it was to grip the ball after he snaps it to me. <laughs> and uh, if it is tough, we might be in pistol and shotgun all year. Oh, man. Butt sweat's no joke. You know, I, if I ever wear a khaki pants on a hot day in the like desert golf or something, I'm always like checking, like, I'm good, right? I'm okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, was that two weeks ago? The day before I went up on a little guy's golf trip, I decided to hit the range with my buddy early in the morning. Or not early, mm-hmm. but, you know, in the morning. There was a dude at the range. It was like 9 a.m. And granted, it was a warm day, but it wasn't that warm yet. This dude, I mean, it looked like somebody poured a drink down the back of his pants. It's like, how did you, how are you already this sweaty and you're standing up? Like, you didn't sit down. You know how, like, if you sit down, you can really fucking, you can really get sweaty. But he's standing up the whole time, hitting balls. How are you this sweaty? This is disgusting. I felt bad for he, the guy. He's grinding. He's just, he's, oh. he's hitting 200 balls. Yeah, maybe he was, like, on his fourth bucket or something. I didn't know he's been there since seven. I don't know, man. That's rough. I, I'll tell you, I, I remember playing, like, pickup basketball and having to guard this guy. Actually, it wasn't pickup. It was in a high school game. Oh, those are the worst. And it was just, like, the dude was just, like, slippery. Yeah, and I, so I spent him. the whole game trying not to touch him. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was just... That's a total advantage to the to the the offending sweater, especially when you're trying to play defense. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to go anywhere near them. They're just going no. to give them a good foot or two every time. Yeah, and I'm yeah. an aggressive defender. I like to be all up in your shit. <laughs> <laughs> then you need to deny that entry. That's right. You need to it's, be, it's, do not play behind the man. You need to deny it's that. It's too entry. slick. It's too slick. You got to get around that thing and fucking <laughs> knock that ball away. Uh, you've, got, you've got to think though that they should have scouted this, right? This guy's a he's going to be an NFL center. I feel like a butt sweat would be on tape. Does it say who he played for in college? Uh, not in the story, no. But I'm, I'm thinking about it. his pants, and I'm thinking about you know because you know football pants can conceal that stuff to a degree, but if you got dark pants on, maybe maybe like a green or a blue color, that shit might show up, and so everybody might have known him as butt sweat coming out of college. But <laughs> given how much they scout everything about somebody, like I mean, it's almost like trying to get you know a job at the CIA. Uh, it's amazing that that was not uncovered before. NC State. So he was wearing red pants or oh, white. See? Well, yeah, white pants. Do they wear the red as well? Don't they? They flip-flop? Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. And so, yeah, that, that would have shown on the red. Come on. Somebody do your damn homework. Maybe he's got a system. 
What do like you mean? maybe it's just the the training camp. He's just wearing shorts and compress and like oh. compression underneath. Maybe during like live games, he's got a full diaper system that he's, he's got working. Yeah, he's got. Do they have a thing? You know how they have like the 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 fart suppressing underwear? Do they have sweat suppressing like stuff that really soaks it up? That's going to help you. He's wearing like three layers of Uniqlo underwear. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> wick that stuff off his body. Exactly. But if it wicks off, it just make it a puddle right in front of the fucking huddle. I've always wondered what a quarterback quarterback's hand smells like after a football oh, game. You have? You've always wondered that? <laughs> I, I, I It's interesting to me because, I mean, you talk to these guys, and it's full on like I'm going to put my middle knuckle right, right on your taint, and that's why you're not going to miss my hands with the ball. Well, and you certainly hear stories about what happens at the bottom of a pile. Yes. Guys are fucking basically Well, we've seen a lot of – yeah, we, we – <laughs> Sorry, Jesus sorry. Christ. It's a family show. Good, good. No, we, we ride the explicit rating, but good thing this is the end. I hope people have hung up. Oh, this is the end. Well done. Still on the dad jokes. <laughs> I'm just saying I think it would be funny if I was sitting on a couch watching a football game with you and you turned to me at one point, like in the third quarter, and just went, I wonder what, I wonder what Tom Brady's hands smell like. <laughs> I don't know, creep. He's <laughs> got that Purell on the sidelines. Like, pump that in here, please. Yeah. I got to be clean to go home and make out with my kids. Oh, God. Don't get started on that. <laughs> well, I was putting the kids to bed tonight, and uh, my daughter, my younger daughter, was like, you know, goodnight kiss or whatever. And she, like, pooched her mouth way out, like, like way out, like, not like a normal kiss. And yeah. so, in response, I did the same, but then I, like, pressed really hard and, like, like made a big smacking kiss and she was like offended you're like good <laughs> she, we don't have to do that again yeah she goes <laughs> she says to me she's like what was that that was a weird kiss do you even know how to kiss <laughs> I'm like, ask your mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah ask your mom about that uh-huh. i was gonna ask you, you know i had this in my in my notes here mm-hmm. from just throwaway stuff that i always keep in the the uh, talk sheet and i don't know if you've run into this but my older daughter is about a little over seven now. Mm-hmm. She decides that bedtime is the right time to start wondering about the great things about the or that just the infinite possibilities in the world. Yeah, and we'll start down a line of questioning. There's a stall technique. <laughs> you think she's doing it on purpose? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. It's, other- it, and and my so my lady friend falls for it every time, especially with my older son, where he'll start asking questions, and I'm like, it's time to go to bed, and then he'll, he'll ask a question, she'll answer it. I'm like, stop answering his questions. <laughs> Because he's got you. Like, he'll come downstairs, you know, we'll be watching something on TV or something like that, and start asking questions about what's on the TV show. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to go upstairs. This is your freaking bedtime. This is this is adult time down here now. Yeah, see, for that, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's not for you. Yeah. But but this is more like as I'm leaving the room. Oh, I see. And you want to like, give them a bona fide answer. Yeah, and, there's, and it's usually like a fairly – it's never just rote. That's why, it, for me, my, my older daughter's quite earnest. Mm-hmm. Um she's duplicitous but also very earnest Mm -hmm. she uh she was asking me questions and and i was kind of shutting it down like i'm I'm literally closing the door and she's still talking and i'm like okay well we can talk about it tomorrow and she just goes i have lots of questions (laughs) i guess i shut the door dad go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say she's like daddy what's jim crow you're like oh god damn (laughs) we're gonna have to talk about this later well a hundred years of repressive (laughs) policy because people were mad about this thing called slavery but i can't really get into are you taking notes yeah right you remember this later yeah but so just uh last night the same thing came up i don't even remember what she's asking me about it's really immaterial but as she's wrapping up and she can tell that i'm kind of like yeah whatever we'll talk about this later Mm. she's finally she's looks at me she goes i have so many questions (laughs) They're all in my head. Oh, boy. Get them so, on paper. Yeah. <laughs> Write them down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Work on your handwriting. Let's set her up with the uh, Kids Questions podcast. Where oh, I just record shit. her asking questions that and then we good. answer them. 
Yeah, that's right. a good concept. All right. Well, I've been talking. <laughs> we'll stop talking about it. <laughs> we can do that as a as a show stable too, like the kind of thing kids where we ask get lots the of people. things. Yeah, we get submissions from people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to Two on Three Pod. We hope we help you live a more deeply examined life. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And we really do appreciate that if you do. Don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with Chris's return and more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. And until then... War. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.